All right, what's up, everybody? Wanna what? <laughs> Yo, I said to say you got this. <laughs> you apparently this, do. It always starts this way. seven a day that will go down in history brother i i believe that it will um welcome back to the two dope teachers and a microphone podcast i'm gerardo muñoz it's your boy kevin adams and we are coming at you on an historic saturday afternoon why is it historic kevin in case somebody doesn't live on this planet well if you don't know today this morning at about 11 o'clock or so or maybe it was a little earlier than that i think it was about like nine o'clock it was was like 9 30 yep yeah 9 30 they announced that joe biden had won the 2020 presidential election in these united states these united uh, states of america thus making uh kamala harris the first woman of color to ever assume the position of vice president of these United States, which, you know, like, um, you know, we can feel what we want about like who won the presidency, but I think, you know, acknowledging that Kamala Harris is there, that uh, something is different today, like it was in 2008 about this country that hadn't changed. Those pictures that we've looked at over and over in the back of our history books, now do not they will be transformed once again because they will have a woman in there and and not just any woman a woman of color a powerful woman and like i said if uh if my mom janet adams had been at the table to make some of these decisions our country would be different so we got a woman that i think in some ways is similar to my mom that's right not as good as my mom nobody can no no god no i mean come on (laughs) definitely not also also uh um, Vice President-elect Harris has made Douglas Emhoff the uh, first second man in the in the there history of the United States first of America. Second man, um, give it up for these second men. I had a professor back in the day that used to talk about you know he so his wife was really really successful in her field, had published a ton of books, was considered an expert in the field. He was also a professor with his own reputation, but he he uh, said that he was a part of the um, Dennis Thatcher fan club. Uh, these are husbands who married great women. Um, That's it. And That's it. Uh, so Dennis Thatcher, of course, being Margaret Thatcher's uh, husband, who would just stand and smile and do stuff. Now it's real historical, and it and it's it's interesting because I find myself having to like really beat back my my cynicism, yeah, and my yep. skepticism, and yes. my and all my political purism, and all that kind of stuff. But I do think that moments matter. Um, this is a moment where. Um, people showed up to vote and uh, we will be showing 45 the door. Not before he um, mounts some lawsuits. Oh, he's going to uh, throw a tantrum. You know, gonna, every, every, little, every little baby has to throw a tantrum before they leave the party. <laughs> that's that's right. You oh. know, it, my, my favorite headline, uh, MSNBC has just had a, had a ball with this. And so one screen grab says, um, Donald Trump to go to the Supreme Court, unclear why. Not sure. So, he's tried everything. I heard on the We're unclear today, why he's going to do this. Nine lawsuits have been uh, dismissed, right? Yeah. He's 0 for 9 in the lawsuits that he's placed. And so it it, do, it makes sense, right? It, it, you knew this guy was going to go through all of this and, right. and, and complain and, and, and just say it was unfair. You saw all this coming. You knew it was going to come down to urban centers, that he was going to dispute what people, what civil service, a lot of people were volunteering or getting paid very little amounts of money right. disputing right. what they've said. And and the system right now is saying, where's your proof? And and yeah. I gotta just say this, you know, I was talking to my mom, you know, cause we have these yeah. big conversations on a day like today. 
and my dad, they're both like yelling in the background. Nobody's on the phone, really. They're just like, put the phone down in the middle between everybody. They're just yelling. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, today, Rudy Giuliani, hey, be quiet. We're done with you. <laughs> We're done with you. You know, I, yeah. and I, I, I had some hood solutions to how you would deal with Rudy Giuliani. All you don't get us in trouble now. Don't get us what in that trouble means. <laughs> but like, I was like, if you see Rudy Giuliani in the streets, just deal with him the way that we deal with somebody who just talks a bunch of nonsense. I mean, and, and you know, you grew up in the East Side of Denver. That's right. That's you, right. You know, you know what we know what happens when people do this. Doing a lot of this. <laughs> Doing a lot of yapping. Yes, it's it's interesting, and you know we're we're gonna introduce our guests in just a minute, but um, you know, a, a couple of things have kind of come from, come to mind here. There's there's you know I'm there, there's a lot of like jokes that are kind of going around at 45's expense, and you know, and I'm here for them. Yeah. Um, I I think <laughs> that a couple of really con- concerning things I've seen over the last couple of days. Um, we we just need to be able to say that this isn't normal. So for one thing, um, poll workers who are or in people who are counting ballots in places like Pennsylvania, in places right. like Nevada, in places Atlanta. like Georgia, your home yep. state, yep. Um, have had their lives threatened uh, for doing their civic duty. This is not normal. This is not acceptable. This is not the way that um, a, a developed society does things. And then the second thing that isn't normal is to have a sitting president actively question who has a right to vote and who doesn't. That's right. Um, this isn't normal. And, you know, I'm going to say normal wasn't great. I, I'm going to say normal wasn't great. Um, but th- this is definitely not normal. And so, in you know, the wrong there's direction. A, in the wrong direction. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to definitely, you know, I mean, I, I think that um, it'll be – It'll be a few weeks, possibly a couple months before we can rest easy on this whole thing. But if y'all are interested in ensuring that the votes get counted, um, go to protecttheresults.com. Um, that's an organization that's doing some really important work to ensure that votes that were received by the state's deadlines are counted and honored. Um, it's no coincidence who our next guest, who our guest is today. Um, although it's a little bit of a coincidence. <laughs> is it a coincidence or kind is it of, providence? We, well, because we – uh, Oh, oh you see what I did there? see what you did there. So right. today we have um, – uh, we, we've bestowed upon her the honorary doctorate, uh, the two-dope uh, doctorate, uh, yes. Dr. Olivia Mickle, who is the co-host of the What's Her Name podcast. Um, this is a podcast that focuses on the untold histories of women in history um at people that you never heard of um and it's just a really fun interview wouldn't you say yeah i think it was a great one a lot of energy on a great day celebratory but i think also informative and check out the podcast check out Definitely the what's do. her name podcast i think it goes back to everything that we're about you know um in terms of just like these other voices that aren't heard in particular of of unknown women, you know, and her story of where the podcast come from, comes yep. from and the idea is, I think, just amazing and, and just a testament to why we need to have more female voices in the podcast game um, yep. and, 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 and just um, a deeper reverence and understanding of, of the history of women, right? Yep. Which I think, yeah, scrap I, – I, hashtag scrap all u.s history world history let's just study women's history and we'll probably be all right you probably will be probably will probably be be all right so in the interest of bringing these voices to light we really hope you enjoy this episode we encourage you to um support and follow their work we also encourage you to support and follow our work um, by following us on instagram and twitter at two dope teachers uh, you can like us on Facebook, twodopeteachers.com. Uh, Facebook, wait, facebook.com. Whoa, I just Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash twodopeteachers. And uh, Mike you can also email us at twodopeteachers at gmail.com. Um, so we will pass it on to this interview. Uh, enjoy. What's up, everybody? It is, uh, as we said, Saturday afternoon. We are here, Two Dope Teachers and a mic. I'm Gerardo Munoz. It is your boy, Kevin Adams. And uh, we're here on a celebratory Saturday, November the 7th. 7th. Um, yeah, we got uh, a real... Um, um, our, yeah. a, a, a November the 7th, I think we will all we'll go down 
as a day that that changed, you know, things somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> right? An important day. Important, day. important day. day. People are celebrating. My wife was like, you can't drive through the city. She's like, they've got it closed down. You can't drive through the city. But it, yeah. it was in a good way. It's not like there's no tear gas. Yeah. None of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, that kind of, well, that depends on a lot of things, right? So we're going to, we'll we'll definitely come back to this as we kind of, um, you know, work through our conversation today. We're really excited um, to have from the What's Your Name podcast, uh, Dr. Olivia Mickle. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. But I'm not a doctor. Oh, you're not? I just assumed that you were. (laughs) You sound so... You I'm sound so smart master. on the you, you sound so smart on the podcast that I'm kind of like these are clearly obviously PhDs. <laughs> we give doctorates. We give doctorates. Actually, yeah, we you're, do. You're a two dope doctorate. We've done that before. We did. Uh, nice. Joe Trust was our first uh, doctorate recipient, right? We yes, gave, uh, I will yes. take it. All right, there we okay. go. Katie is a doctor. I'm just a master. So. Yeah, and we don't have Katie today, but we are like so excited to have you on the show today for a couple of like really big reasons. So. You know, the first reason for me is that I teach history and um, I, I always, um, it's always really challenging to sort of balance the demands of the AP curriculum with mm-hmm. the real history that I know lives around us and that people have researched and the stories that have been there for years and years. But also because um, coincidentally, we will more than likely be inaugurating our first woman of color vice president in the history of the united states and so it just seems oh. like seems like the stars align so welcome yeah yes. thanks for having me i'm i'm a huge fan so i'm very excited to be here and like i said i, I mean i'm glad that that we have uh, that i can be happy and functional instead of just that's right for an hour <laughs> that's right. it would not have this, been a very fun interview this may have been a yeah. very different interview if yeah. uh, it would have just been me going why 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 <laughs> why why, why? You'd be on here saying, and I just want to talk about the citizen scientists, but hold hold on a second. Well, I, I, I just have I just, to. Can I say something in all transparency Do about it. this interview? I was like, are we still having this or are we all celebrating? Is, is everybody like, no, oh, well, I mean, we popped a bottle at 11 o'clock this right. morning and, and you know, it's. We would love to do the interview, but we're into our, you know, fourth, uh, you know, mimosas at this point on a Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, there there were a whole lot of scenarios where this interview maybe wasn't going to happen today. Um, And and we got here and we made it. And then the internet wasn't cooperating. Um, Blessings to the ancestors. That blessings to the ancestors. That's just it. So I want to start off just um, with the why. Um, So the What's Her Name podcast is dope we are linking it on um on our site so that folks can kind of find it if they haven't already found it um but so so tell us about the what's her name podcast what is it and how did you and uh katie come up with it yeah so it's a women's history podcast and we try to focus on all of the women that you've never heard of our tagline is fascinating women you've never heard of and all of the people that have been left out or erased from the books and you know that I just, we, Katie and I, so Katie's my sister. She's a history professor. I teach women's studies. And when I was finishing up my master's degree, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to get a job in academia (laughs) because, you know, living in Boulder where the people bagging your groceries have a master's degree, it's, it's really hard to get even an adjunct job. And I, and I was a freelance writer for about a decade before that, um, focusing on travel and culture. And I could do that still, but I really felt like I want, you know, I, I came, I went back to grad school 15 years after I finished my undergrad and I need to do something different after having finished this degree, right? <laughs> I need a difference. And so we were talking about different options um, that we could do. And we, since we both have the same interest in women's history and we thought, well, we could, you know, write articles for Teen Vogue or we should try to do something to get community education out there and um there's a kind of a running joke in our family that you don't have to be good at something you just have to be first and (laughs) i feel like that's i feel like that's our credo as well (laughs) that's right that's right i mean it helps if you're good but if you're first if you catch the thing as it's starting you have a significant advantage that's right so we were just looking for all right what is that thing what is the thing that's starting and at that point we were right at the tipping point 
where people were at, you know, people had been asking, do you know what a podcast is? And they were starting <laughs> okay. to say, do you listen to podcasts? There you go. And, yeah. and so we thought, okay, if that, that's the medium. And if we, this is in May, probably April or May. And they said, if we could learn how to do this and launch in January yep. <laughs> with the wild confidence of people who have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> How hard could audio editing be? <laughs> I feel that. And so we decided like that's, that's it. And if we can catch it in time, then we have a head start. And at that point, there was one women's history podcast. There was the History wow. Chicks. And that was, I mean, there were probably more, but look as hard as we could. That was all we could really find. And there's a lot of history to cover in half of the population of human history. Yeah. So you yep. could probably have two podcasts covering oh, yeah. women's history. You could have a date. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we were really sort of talking about, you know, what are the options there? And Katie, uh, Katie started bringing up, she's really passionately committed to getting it, these lost stories, these forgotten women. And Frankly, I can say this now, like I didn't tell her at the time. Now she's heard me say this several times. I thought it was a terrible idea. I just thought like, it is so hard to get anyone to care about women's history in the first yeah. place. And now you want us to talk about people no one's heard of? This is stupid. <laughs> Nobody is going to It's like we have two strikes already. I it's know. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and so I, I didn't, I, you know, I hadn't really said anything yet, but I was thinking we've got to think of a better idea than this. And... <laughs> And then I was actually walking around um, in Columbia Cemetery in Boulder up on the hill, as you know, people do. I, yep. I do. I'm based on the reactions of people when I tell this story. They're like, you were what now? I went, I, I went to see you. So, yes. uh, you know, yeah. like I, I got my undergrad there. And so, yeah, that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally a thing it's that a people cool do. Cemetery. And I mean, I yeah. walk around in cemeteries. And I'm the least goth cemetery haunter that you've ever seen. I'm like, they're in my pink polka dot dress. But I love cemeteries. And so I would just always wander around up there and um, we had been talking about it. We were really trying to figure out what to do. And I was walking through and I stumbled across this headstone that just said mother. And it said nothing else. It said mother and then dates. And wow. now, now we've learned, now I know that usually these went with a larger headstone that had all the names, but there would be like mother, father, you know, and then the big yeah. headstone. But all that was left was this one. So there was nothing else, just mother. Mm -hmm. And it, gutted me i was so upset and i mean yeah. i have three kids i love my children i yep. love being yep. a mother but yep. i am not mother that's right yeah. so much I'm more me and if they that's put right. mother on my grave i will haunt them <laughs> <laughs> i, I am a human being and so I, it just i was so upset for this poor woman who had been totally erased and and i um at that moment, I suddenly, it was like, yes, Katie's right. We have to reclaim these forgotten heroes. <laughs> yes. It's oh, totally wow. sold. And so I was, as I was walking back to my car, I called her and I was like, I'm in, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so that's how it was born. And yeah. then um, a lot of the format of it was just a result of us each being extremely insecure about certain things. So like Katie really, really wanted to make it an interview format. Uh -huh. uh, because she's very good at interviews and it, it means you have to do a lot less research yes. because you have an expert <laughs> and you just have to ask questions. Right? Yep, yep, yep. And, um, but I'm really bad at interviews. Like I'm nervous right now because I mean, there's a reason that we are very highly edited and produced. <laughs> Once my ADHD kicks in and I'm like off down 17 rabbit holes, who knows where an interview is going to end up. And so it's Kevin's whole experience with me, actually, <laughs> <laughs> the, the life of the podcast. That's, that's how he experiences me. And you end up with great stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's like, it, that's I get it. stuff in interviews and I was like, people are like, no one has ever asked me that before. I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, how did we get to this? But, but it's so wandery and confusing that, I mean, Katie, her interviews are really straightforward and good. And I, and I feel like I probably have to spend three times as long editing mine to make them into a coherent anything. But that's why, you know, that's why it works so well because it yeah. goes to her strength of really great interview skills. And, and I can do that from the other side with like, yes, I can ask really long rambly weird interviews and then cut it up. And I'm great at telling stories so I can yep. cut it up and make it, something that makes sense and <laughs> and then i think the other part of it is that we 
at that point, we really, neither of us were listening to any indie pods. We were mm, just listening yeah. to BBC, NPR, things like that. Yep. And we grew up listening to NPR all the time. And so we thought that the bar was, you have to sound like NPR. And we had no idea <laughs> yeah. that the bar, especially at that point, was record in a coffee can in a shower in a warehouse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The bar was so low for sound quality, but we thought it had to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. We spent yep. six months learning how to try to sound like NPR. Oh, man. And, and you know, however many thousands of hours. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm glad now that we didn't realize. Then we started listening to indie pods. And we're like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. So I guess we saying... didn't have to do Oh yeah, no, it's it that that's a really interesting thing because you know for for those of you who have listened to uh, what's her name, you know the production is really really clean and and you know um, and we'll talk about the content in a second, but yeah, I, I think your point about um, more uh, independent podcasts, I think that it has become this um, this wonderful potential platform yeah. um, for getting a lot of stories out there, and uh, so now now I Loki just get mad when people are like. Do you do you guys listen to Code Switch? And I'm like, man, don't listen to Code Switch. Listen to us. That's listen right. To us. I mean, no shade to Code Switch necessarily, but and I'm not and I'm not bagging on indie pods because I'm like saying I mean, names. Like, I'm sorry. We need, no, but I'm just like, I mean, there we. I am so thrilled that there's yeah. this open access platform now, and yep. like, but just as a matter of awareness, we did not know. That yeah. you didn't have to be right. very good at yep. audio. <laughs> yep, yep, that's right. Yep. That's right. Because as it turns out, most of us who do these independently aren't really audio engineers. But I think I think yeah, what you're getting it's at is hard. Yeah, because I, I think what you're getting at is that you know if you're a consumer of kind of the more the the big platform podcasts, then mm. it can seem like the type of medium that is so distant and yeah. and alien and and challenging. And then when you actually do it, you're like, more people should do this, yeah. you know? Yeah, because you realize how easy it is. And yeah, how I mean, accessible doing a basic, basic podcasting is pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. Like, I think the barrier to entry is terror and not yeah. realizing how simple it's going to be, right? For yeah. me, it's getting over your how your voice sounds. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. the 80 hours that I spent editing out my whistly S's out of the first few episodes. <laughs> It was a couple episodes in, I just went, all right, I either have to get over this or yep. quit because or I cannot spend this kind of time editing out my episodes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's that, right. that is a really hard part, like <laughs> how you sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's the funny thing that Katie and I apparently sound just extraordinarily alike on a podcast <laughs> to the point where, I mean, I, I get it. I'm listening. I'm like, wait, was that me or was that Who her? was that? Who said that? Yeah. <laughs> and we sound nothing alike in real life. Nothing. But right. Oh, that's so funny. Up on the microphone is our inherent. I'll admit, you know, it took me a few. It like took me a few episodes to um to figure out who was who because that, yeah. that was my that was initially is like wait is it one no it's not one person oh okay but it's yeah. a, it, okay like, okay six okay. episodes yeah. in I, I started to get it and now now I've got yeah. y'all's personalities kind of like you know in in my head I'm yeah. like okay so so this is good that's when you can start to distinguish yeah. definitely well as and, as one of my very good friends who can say things like this to me said. If ever I get confused, I just listen for who is a little bit more excited than would be appropriate about the subject. <laughs> and I know that's you. There we go. Well, that, and that, you. that's what's so great is that, you know, I think about my history students and I think about, you know, their biggest complaint about their history classes that they've taken in the past, unless they've taken Kevin's history class in the past, <laughs> um, is that it's boring. It's yeah. dry. It's yeah. just not interesting. And yep. You know, so the the way y'all just get so into the story, um, and you know, we'll talk about the the Shtabe story and and everything, mm -hmm. but that like that's just riveting. And um, you know, I had kids like typing in the chat, like ooh, yeah, So I mean, that, that's really important. Yeah. Well, and that and that brings like so when we when we did this, we really wanted. Um, we just decided that, you know, we should just be all things to all people because that's easy. And so what we would do is we would try to make something that you could use in a college classroom and a high school classroom and yeah. maybe even a middle school classroom. And that's also right. that your neighbor who didn't finish high school could listen to and enjoy. And, yeah. you know, that should be easy. Yeah. <laughs> Accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accessible. Totally. Yeah. But, but that's, mean, the thing, that is... that's the thing that's so cool, though, is that what I really enjoy about it is 
you know, depending on the audience, like, like adults like us will listen to the entire thing, you know, mm. beginning to end. Um, and then for high schoolers, it can be the first 15 minutes because yeah. there's actually a lot of good stuff in there and you can, so it actually works really well because what y'all do is you get deeper and deeper into the more, um, into the more sort of, uh, abstract con like aspects mm. of, of women's history and that kind of thing. And so I, I think that that's a, that's a, I can, I can definitely see that working. And the other thing that kind of comes to mind, and I know Kev's got a question, but, um, the, the other thing that, that comes to mind for me is when, when Kevin and I talk about ethnic studies, right about the importance of offering ethnic studies before students graduate high school is oh, that the majority yeah. of people, if they don't get ethnic studies in high school, they'll never get it because a lot of folks don't go to college or they don't go to a college that offers ethnic studies or, yep. or that's prioritized that. And so when you start thinking about, okay, what is the experience of a young student of color? What is this experience of a young woman um, going through school whose only exposure to what's going on in the rest of the world is her ECE through 12 education. And so I think that's such an important thing because you're making stuff accessible to folks who maybe this is the only place they're getting this kind. I'll tell you, this is the only place I'm getting this content. Like I have some background knowledge, but um, y'all have been a big help um, in, in some of my projects I've been doing at school. Mm. Well, so. that's, that's the goal. So that makes me really happy <laughs> because I mean, it did, I, a lot of it came out of that just looking back at, what we were taught growing up right and so we're we're from a very academic family both of our parents are music professors and our whole family and um, there's six kids and they all went into academia and my wow. our parents spent their wow. whole lives like begging us to do something else <laughs> they're like yeah yeah that's the Please, teacher's child someone make money <laughs> don't, don't, just don't do one that. of you don't do go that. make money right yep 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 and of course none of us did and and so we we have this really broad so the first three we call it family a and family b because there's a big age gap in the middle and so like okay. family a did arts and humanities and family b did hard sciences ah. and so we there's very little Progress. that one of us yeah i know but not the sciences that make money yeah 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 theology like yeah. no of course so um, and he could go make money on an oil field but he's like nah i'll be i'll work no integrity yeah right i mean um and so or maybe he'll become a filmmaker. Yay! <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the uh, the the idea, like we're so used to a really broad base of stuff being talked about, and we're huge, huge nerds because we're all interested in everything, and we are forced to be interested in everything because they're going to talk at you about it, whether you're interested or not, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you will sit and listen to this discussion about. Thelonious monk for an hour. This is, how my this is totally so how my family experiences me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's all of us, right? And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so nerdy, we don't even know how nerdy yeah. we are, mm -mm. And, which serves really well for this. And so when we were looking at the podcast, our first plan was maybe we just trade episodes. You do an interview, and then I do an interview, and we just, you know, we just do them mm -hmm. each our own. And I, we were pretty set on that. And then finally, uh, my husband when we were talking about, he said, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. People, everybody wants to hear Henderson's, which is our, our um, maiden name. Uh, Henderson's talking at each other is what people are here for. Yep. <laughs> you do not yep. understand why people come and hang out at your parents' house when you all are there. Like that's <laughs> what needs to happen is you two talking at each other. It, that is great. It doesn't work. And we went, oh, really? He's like, yes. Do you not know who your family is? It was really funny. <laughs> but I, I really think that's it. Like we, the you know people ask well, how do you sound so natural and well because we, we're just having a conversation we aren't scripted right. we aren't we're not faking when i get on the phone with her when i get on zoom with her for her episode i genuinely don't know who we're talking about yeah like, <laughs> this is just how we talk regular right yeah yep. the only difference yep. is it's less than three hours because we cut all of the everything out because that's expensive <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that is expensive <laughs> But I mean, it, and it, so I think it works just because we are such huge nerds. This is just what we do in our free time anyway. And so it works. And, and the other thing that we are really good at as a family, I think also because we are all so academic and, and um, I think people expect like a family of academics to be stuffy or snobby. Like when people hear that our parents were professors, they're like, oh, so was it really <laughs> like what? No, it's the opposite. Like, who's going to fall for academic snobbery when the 
that professor is my mom. What do you, yeah. you're, who do you think you are? You know? Yep. <laughs> and so we, we just have absolutely no tolerance for any sort of hierarchical ivory tower guarding nonsense. And yeah. if you can't explain your subject to someone who doesn't know or care about it in yep, 60 yep. seconds, what are you doing with Preach. it? Oh, Preach. man, that is so you, true. You to, you know, especially when most of us are in fields that people are like, what is that now? No, what, not what, even what, what are you going to do with it, but what, what is like, that? I don't actually know what that is. Do you You're know? like, what is that? Yeah. I don't know. And when my sister, my sister, I think did linguistic anthropology just to outdo the rest of us. That's, <laughs> well, that's even dope. less like, well known than. <laughs> a person like me hears linguistic anthropologist and I'm like, fascinating. I know. Yeah. <laughs> us too. We're like, great. Well, and I was a failed anthropology major, so I was thrilled when our baby sister went into it. I was like, yay, someone who, because I was going to be an Egyptologist, but I am wildly claustrophobic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, wait a minute, you want me to go <laughs> Finally, where? Yeah. I can relate and my to that. Brain, and my brain expands, it doesn't narrow. So they were like, <laughs> here, take all this evidence. What happened to this culture? And I was like, I can give you like, nine uh, options. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick one. No. No. Oh so finally, gosh. they were like, okay, honey, the part where you can't do the job because you can't breathe in the tunnel and you refuse to like follow any of the conventions of the field might be a problem. That's why you probably would have been the greatest anthropologist ever, right? right? That's, I mean, that's what it's yeah, about. Groundbreaking. Like, it, groundbreaking. It wasn't until I got to grad school and, and my really fantastic um, feminist methodologies classes in grad school where they were like, here's what's wrong with every field. And they just laid mm -hmm. out, here's what's wrong with anthropology. I was like, I knew it. I, knew it. it was, I wasn't bad at it. I was morally correct. That's right. That's what you find out the longer you live. You don't know stuff. Stop pretending yep. you know what happened to this culture. <laughs> oh. So, so, um, like looking through your podcast and I was late, like I'm, I'm late on it. <laughs> but Gerardo's hit me to it, and then I thank him for it, and it's it's just so great. But like thinking about the women that you guys have, uh, like revealed, right, yeah. or or like or not not even revealed, but kept their, their like I think a Coco keeping the name alive, yeah. like, you know, like. But who out of out of those women that you guys have done episodes on, who who stands out to you? Oh, who really question, like left you so impacted? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I always come back to Noor Jahan, the Mughal Empress, just because I, it's, I, I think it's what I wanted when I was 12, this just like badass warrior, unstoppable, brilliant strategist queen who so just shut down all of the men around her at every opportunity. And they were like, oh, we've kidnapped your husband. She's like, great, I will ride into war on an elephant and get him back. I mean, just that is so cool. And I aspired to that so much as a deeply cowardly person. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I just love her so much. She was so fantastic. And um, I, I really love some like Emily de Chatelet who um was Katie's episode but we I mean you hear us cry a little bit in that episode but we I mean we fully had to stop recording for about an hour because we just could not keep it together because wow. she was so amazing and yeah. and um and anybody who dies in, dies in childbirth we're always a disaster because both of us had pretty scary deliveries that were dangerous and so we're like it could have been me yeah like, yeah <laughs> Like these these women that are just so incredible, but then I also really, really love um, some of the ones that just nobody knew about. I mean that that people come to us. Our one of our uh, episode about Sahib Jamal Gizatulina, literally nobody knew who she was. We there's yeah. one person who discovered her name somewhere and was like, we should go study this. And so <laughs> if you Google her, it's us. That's it. Nobody wow. knows who she is. And that <laughs> wow. was fantastic. I mean, she's That's writing awesome. a book about her. So, you know, in two years, people will know who she is. But we're like, we were first. Um, <laughs> so, dope. so it's, it's really like, I love all of them. I love um, Marjorie Hillis, who wrote books about how women should not get married unless they want to. And that that was like <laughs> radical and thought. shocking. Radical and, it, thought. <laughs> and it's just such a, like, she was so fantastically uh witty and snarky and funny and delightful and i just adore her and and none of these stories are ones that that frankly would get on 
many male history podcasts, right? And she wrote right. a book about not getting married. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Do you understand right. what a radical act that is? Yeah, that is. That's <laughs> yeah. like revolutionary. Like, yeah. and it's it's so simple. I was uh, our friend. A friend of ours sent me um, a bit from Michael Che, hmm. and uh, he was like, "Black Lives Matter." Like, yeah. just that simple idea. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like that. That reminds me of the same thing. It's like women should have a like women right. should get married right. unless they want to get yeah. married. Right? Don't like, get married unless being married is better. Yeah, yeah. Not and not being that's married. something that you want. And I yeah. still have to say that to people all the time, right? Like they're like, right. oh, but I'm just, I'm not sure about marrying this guy, but I just don't know. It's like, but, but wait, wait, would it be better than what you have now? Then don't yeah. do it. I mean, yeah. wow. <laughs> Radical views. No, I mean, it, and, and it's amazing. So one of the things I like about like looking over the episodes, because I have to pull them up, because I, I imagine this is like, this is like choosing from, you know, your children. Yep, like yep. Which ones oh, yeah, are and we have so favorite. many now, too. Yeah. And we're on like 67 or something. It's so, so awesome. impressive. And, you know, but what's what's so great is there are some that I've heard of. Like, mm -hmm. that one of the one of the first ones that I listened to, because I just got so excited. I'm like, oh, Mary Lou Williams. Mary yeah. Lou Williams. Yes. Because yes. I remember years ago when the documentary A Great Day in Harlem came out, and they were talking about the only two women who were in Jazz Portrait Harlem, um, Mary Lou Williams and Marion McPartland. And yeah. so they had this great little like video um, of her playing and um, and a guy singing about her in Kansas City. There's yeah. a pretty gal named Mary Lou, you know. And so I listened. To that it was great. But then, you know, as you go through the feed, you actually see people that you haven't heard of, um, you know. And so talk a little bit about how you how you identify, like, how do you choose? Um, because when I imagine, <laughs> I know for sure that the list of, of, um, Unknown of women, women. <laughs> yeah, of women whose stories who have not been told throughout history, like you're never going to run out of, run out of material. Yeah. Right. So how yeah. do you, how do you choose? Well, and, and actually we've had many, um, mostly white men say, are you, I mean, are you worried that you're going to, how many more can you do with these? Like how many, how many women <laughs> have like done things? I mean, and really? I mean, 10,000 years. Of <laughs> but you're going to run history. out at like 100. I mean, you're so, going to run right? out of women. Yeah, probably, I don't know. Women. And I mean, usually they're really sweet and well-intentioned and they got taught the same thing that I did. Exactly. And cool that it's, exactly. it's not women's fault they didn't accomplish anything. They weren't allowed to, but they just didn't because they weren't allowed to. And like, that's as much as I know that, right? I have all these degrees in this and I know that women did stuff, but it's still just continually shocking to realize how surprised i am by some of these and that these stories yeah. i'm like wait what what yeah. what because we just we we don't just leave them out we actively erase these women because Period. the narrative only works if you don't know that women did this before right yeah. that women have never done anything and that's why they're not in the books and as soon as you start to realize wait that is a lie then everybody gets angry at you <laughs> for not right. in the books. <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah so yeah so when we that's like when the we, other side of it yeah. yeah so when we first started our our two rules were they have to be dead and they have to be not generally well known which we realized very quickly we are terrible judges of because again we're such huge nerds we don't know and right so, you don't know who others yeah. that that's no. like that's like me and kevin we start talking about like you know the, the writers from uh black and latinx history we're kind of right, like yeah. well, everybody knows yeah. about gloria and saldua right. like, no, no. <laughs> and they what? should but they don't but and they so don't. that's the other part where our 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 Katie's husband and my husband both very well educated and well informed and you know like they know the things and so their job is to go through and go nope nobody knows what you're talking about nope nobody knows what you're talking about <laughs> they'll check things wait that is oh. awesome so you have to explain what you mean by this time you know when you're talking right. about the Russian Revolution nobody knows who this person is what and and it's just shocking <laughs> over and over again so our first our rule sort of was like one in ten people should not have heard of this person um but we yeah we had to keep checking because you know i was talking the first when we first brainstorming i was like well everyone's heard of hot Shepsut. and he went no they have not and he's like i have because i'm married to you <laughs> come on <laughs> so we and i didn't believe him i kept like poll who's heard of this person it was like the what who 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 <laughs> wow 
So, okay. so they serve an invaluable function as reminding us that nobody knows who we're talking about. <laughs> That's but, amazing. So at the beginning, it really, um, it was a practical decision of how do we get people to listen to us? Um, because we really wanted this to be meaningful. We wanted ears on the pot, you know, not for our own self-aggrandizement, but also for our own self-aggrandizement. But I really, really like attention. But... Right. But like we need these stories out there. And so we, one thing we are blessed with is a really well-connected academic network, yeah. right? And Katie's um, PhD advisors at Warwick University in England are like the guys. They're the two most famous scholars in, the, in her field. Oh, all right, the there you world. go. And so we're like, so if they say yes, then other people will say yes. If we can just name drop, and I have a few of that in English Lit, and, yeah. and um, friends that I went to college with. And I was like, hey, famous, well-known magician, Paul Draper, you want to be on my podcast? Yet? Of course. And so we started with a couple of big names and it totally worked when you send history, you know, early modern historians an email that says, so Peter Marshall is on our podcast. Do you want to be out there? Like, yeah, what's a podcast? Yes, I don't care. Uh, yep, yep. That's amazing. Um, Tricks of so the it trade. Helped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it really helped Good us launch. But we also really wanted to again like none of the snobbery nonsense there are academic yeah. experts and there are the shabe episode it is literally an employee at the hotel yeah who told you that story yeah. and it yeah. doesn't matter where you get information information yeah. is information yeah and everybody has knowledge that you don't have so go yeah. listen to them and so yeah. i love that our very first two episodes the first one is peter marshall well-known oxford scholar you know blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> yep yep so, 77 letters after his name. And then the second one is Charlotte Baumgartner, who is the curator of the Brothel Museum in C Cripple Creek, Colorado. Yo, oh, that's and, great. Shout out, shout and out. We, and we released him on the same day and went, here's who we are. This that's is it, us, that's right? it. Like Charlotte, Gum, Bum, Charlotte Baumgartner and, you know, and, and she just, I, I loved her so much and her phraseology was so delightful on things. And that's who we want to be, right? Rothel Museum and posh Warwick Scholar. And yeah, I, I think it worked. I <laughs> That's what that. we are. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Me and That's Gerardo great. are big fans of the uh, documentary Who Killed Malcolm X. Yeah. And as they note in that documentary, the preeminent scholar is a, uh, a tour guide at um, Veterans Cemetery at Arlington, Arlington National Cemetery. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so, and like, I think we, we don't think about that, that there's all these people who know this history and especially if we want to delve into like history that we don't know that hasn't been studied by the dominant forces right right you're we not going to get that from no you're, it's not coming from scholars no. it's coming from people who are like no i heard this story firsthand because i knew this yep. person i used to run with this person yep. so yeah. i i love that you guys acknowledge you know those two aspects right that there's the academic history and then there's like the real authentic person-to-person -person history, yeah. which I think is really important. Yeah. yeah. I oh, I'm going to blank on her name and it's going to be embarrassing. Kath, Kath Watson, um, street theory and straight theory. Like straight theory that you learn in school and, you know, but street theory, without the street theory of the people who live the thing and know it, even though they don't know any of the words. Yep, yep, yep. It's no, it, it is absolutely pointless to study Angela Davis if you never meet a black person. Right? <laughs> like, right so true. Right. So well, true. and I remember I was listening to uh, on uh, the politically reactive podcast with, uh, with W. Kamau Bell and Hari Kondabolu. They were uh, they were talking to uh, Alicia Garza um, of Black Lives Matter fame, and uh, she said that one of the issues with progressives today is that we're a whole lot of bougie and not enough hood. Yep. That's <laughs> right. And, oh, absolutely. And so I feel like those two, those first two episodes, and folks, if you haven't listened to these first two episodes, they're absolutely brilliant. Like it is that little bit of bougie, little bit of hood, because there's yeah. a lot of that, you know. So and and what that shows is the ability to highlight these stories in in multiple dialectical frameworks, right? And yeah. we're going to talk to a preeminent scholar, and then we're going to talk to this person that yeah. started this museum. And yeah. you know, and have them and, talk like, a little bit saved about it. it, and yeah. talks to the ghost that lives there. Like these are the people who know stuff. Information is for everyone and from everyone. Knowledge yeah. is from everyone, and if you don't think that you can learn from 
the employee at the hotel or it, like you're that's missing right. so many important that's stories. Right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that it's funny that we get comments on from people which are so, you know, it, it warms my heart and makes me so happy. But when people are surprised, like you just you talk to regular people and um, one of my very dear friends um, who found us through the podcast and then was a guest on the podcast and then sends me these wonderful things. And she said, white women don't let people with accents talk and you let them <laughs> yeah. talk. And I, yeah. and I went, wow. well, of course you, and I, like, it was so shocking to me. And then I realized, no, of course, yes, no, white women don't do that. And, and that it, like, it wasn't a thing that we set out to break patterns on. But I'm yeah. so glad that we did. And I'm so glad that our not wanting to have to do all the research in the world is, is you know, paying off. But also I think yeah. it is that result of our, our family and just the the pursuit of knowledge should come from everywhere. And and you can learn something everywhere you go all the time. So Right. I love yeah. that. I love that. And, 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 and with something so magical, like, you know, when it's like my teaching, like someone would be like, oh, that was a high level, like move, you know, yeah. you're responsive. I'm like, I was just being me, right? Yeah. You're like right. just being yourself. But, and, and I love your point about like that, that the history is everywhere, that everybody can talk about this because we experience it. And so, you know, today is a historical day, Olivia. Yeah. Historical day. And, and we are blessed to have you with, with us, you know, the host of, uh, the What's Her Name podcast, <laughs> or co-host, I should say, yeah. uh, with your sister Katie. But, you know, given the events of today and that Kamala Harris has been, um, uh, is, is now the first uh, woman and woman of color elected yeah. as um, vice president-elect. I have to get all the words correct, <laughs> right? Because it's so important. But what are we... What are your thoughts? Where, how are you feeling today? How does this fit into all of it? Um, yeah. Just share. This is the mic is yours. Yeah. Yeah, like, did you <laughs> like? Did you Go. did you manifest this through your podcast working? I'm yes. Just, yeah. like, I wanted to drop today. Right. I kind of thought that that was it, the case. It was me and Stacey Abrams. That's it. That's yep. it. <laughs> no, I I, I um actually I hadn't thought of this until you just asked that question, but uh. I think this day is the perfect example of what it is like to do this kind of work, to do women's studies, to do women's history, to do anything trying to champion women's voices and stories, because it is super exciting and incredibly frustrating because really 2020, it's yeah. 2020 before we have a woman win yeah. something, you know, and, and yeah. um, my husband a couple of days ago, he said this, he said, I'm starting to, uh, oh, how did he say it? He said, he's always there intellectually. He's like, I understand intellectually and he's 100% on board with all of my everything. Right. He's like, it must just be so incredibly demoralizing to, to have to be happy about crumbs. And I was like, yes, yes all the yes. time. Like, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I'm a white lady and it's frustrating. It, you know, just trying to extrapolate out how few people in this country just get to be walk through life without being frustrated all the time by everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, right. Frustrated. Yeah. And so I, I think it is that right. It's a huge day. It's a, a day to celebrate and be joyful and also reflect on how ridiculous it is that it took this long and how hard it was to get here and how close it didn't happen and how many forces are set in action to prevent something like this from happening. And it, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, when Trump was elected, I started laughing like it's a laughing and crying, but it's a, yep. uh, it is a wonderful <laughs> and terrible time to be teaching women's studies, right? There has yep. never been so much material available. That's right. Constantly. From the beginning. From yeah, the beginning. I just, I mean, instantly. And, and I will say that I spend a lot less time convincing people that sexism still exists. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Lately, right? Yeah. We, we just bypass a whole couple of weeks of, so there's sexism. <laughs> um, still, 
sexism really? isn't canceled. Even though your dad said it was done. Yep. Um, yeah, it's not. We canceled. got the vote. Everything's fine. <laughs> but but it is so it is. I mean, it, it it's sort of a never ending train of of material. Yeah. Yep. From. Yep. yep. And but it's also. Uh, I don't know. I so at the first week of every class, I warn my students, you are going to be angry because I'm usually teaching the intro. Like very, this is their first exposure, first and for time. a lot of these students, it is literally their first exposure to any of these ideas. They have not thought about feminism before, which is right. wild to me. But yeah, you know, kind of gets um, to that earlier point. <laughs> yeah, it's and so it it's the funnest class in my opinion i know people are usually fighting to teach upper division and i get mm-hmm. it's getting into the weeds is fantastic but getting to blow people's minds with <laughs> yes here is brand new information every <laughs> 10 minutes i yeah. love the greatest. i mean it's that's the, greatest. the best high and I, that's yeah. why i love teaching literature and i love teaching english but the payoff from literature is usually like when i look back at my lit classes i'm like oh, that class changed my life that book that but book that yeah yeah yeah, that yeah. moment like but yep. it's 10 years later and mm-hmm. i like immediate gratification of having students go whoa in the room <laughs> yes I'm like, yes. everything has changed forever i want yep. that now and yep. that's what women's yep. studies gives you and so, so like, true. i warn them like you are going to be so angry this semester you are going to get angry and it that's good and it's important and it's valid but also you have to be a person and you have to do your other work and you have to like live with your roommates and <laughs> talk to your dad and so like, don't <laughs> don't let this explode out on people who don't deserve it but if they deserve it like if oh you're, absolutely is trash let this have is it. your chance to learn that right yep. <laughs> but it's hard like it's it's really hard not to just be furious at everything all the time and so yeah. you know just warning them like you you really you have to take care of yourself and and um watch lots of fun fluffy tv in between these soul crushing articles or something yeah. because, that's it that's it because it doesn't yeah. help if you just spiral and that's right. you know burn the world down yeah <laughs> i mean sometimes but not we've got to celebrate and today yeah. i think we're seeing a lot of that where they yeah. were worried you know the the biggest industry in the u.s over the past week was plywood sales yeah. i feel like that was all <laughs> for not right it was yeah. like i don't know maybe there's still going to be some problems as it gets well dark, and, but... and it's you know who 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 is going to be angry i think it was right which that's which right side are we boarding up right for? that's right that's yeah right. exactly yeah and, exactly exactly yeah because i think it uh, you know the uh the day after the election i was sitting in a in a, one of my own grad school classes um and thank goodness it was a, a women's studies class because i yep. don't think i could have made it through anything else and we yeah. just cried for three hours and we went yeah. around and realized that not even counting just the category of woman yep like fully 75 percent of the people in that room were actively endangered by that election and it was just stunning and shocking and so i think even just the uh the relief yep right okay we we might be okay yeah for we might be able to continue to fight for better yes instead of just as opposed to fighting for survival right (laughs) Right. exactly yeah you know and and looking at history you know there's the same like well this is how this is how empires go you know Mm -hmm. that's right that's right i'm checking off the list one of my professors (laughs) um, in grad school was a really well-known scholar on like the weimar republic and the holocaust the right oh my god so she just kept being like always thinking about check 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 we're like moving down the list are we gonna be Right. Oh man. Like, well, I don't, I don't know. But we no, never know. That, we're not right. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's 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 so nice to have something to just be actively happy about right now. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's a huge, huge thing that the first woman is also the first woman of color, and this really, you know, child of immigrants, and so yep. many walls breaking down yep. here. Yeah. So many. That are so, so many. important. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter, you know, I will always remember this day because my daughter, when she heard, you know, and really realized it, she just started to cry, right? And yeah. she's 
in eighth grade and she 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 actually my dad had her out stomping for uh biden and harris so she was virtually and then asked asked to come back you know so she really bought in and it was really important to her just that realization that she that's that's something that she can grow up and be like you know what we i can do anything i or i can do more you know not anything right because we know there's still (laughs) barriers but more more opportunities are open than they were yesterday or the day before that yeah. yeah, I mean, it, just, yeah. it really, really does matter to have proof that it can happen, right? That, you know, that, you know, it's, it's such a, you know, you can't be what you can't see, but you really truly can't. You can't. No. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know that that's available to you, then you're not even going to ever think about it, you know? Yeah. I always joke that what if I'm like the world's greatest water polo player or something and yeah. i don't know because i've never tried it you know there's all of those things that that what it costs the world in things much more important than water polo right. by just not letting people know that they could do that that they so could be this thing and do something important and change the world yeah yeah so. Well, this has been super, super fun. Like, I, there's so many more questions that I feel like <laughs> I want to ask you, and along with show recommendations, but I'll, I'll take those offline. Mm. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, um, so she is Olivia Mickle, and uh, she's the co-host um, of the What's Her Name podcast. Really, really great stuff. Tell the people where they can find your stuff and how they can support you, and if they can follow you anywhere. Yeah, we're we're everywhere. Um, we're on every platform that I'm aware of, um, <laughs> including Spotify and YouTube. And our our podcast is our website is what's her name podcast.com. So you can listen to it there if you can't. And and like if you want your mom to listen or your dad, have your dad listen to it. That's right. You can just click a button that says play on the website and they don't have to like, you know. I, you know, it doesn't have to be overly complicated, ask right? Ask me if my in-laws have listened to the podcast. My, my dad, my dad still can't quite figure out how to yeah. consistently follow our podcast. So yeah. I'm I fairly, that. I'm fairly certain my dad doesn't know I have a podcast, um, <laughs> even though I've told him. Yeah. It's like podcast. What radio station is that? He doesn't even like, yeah. You're like, I, no, I uh, mean, really that even yeah. at the beginning of trying to get guests, right? When, cause now people come to us and we're yep. turning people. That's always dope. It's great. Yeah. That's, it's always, awesome. yeah, that's a good feeling. But at the beginning when we were reaching out to people, there was a lot of like, so a podcast is like the radio <laughs> on the internet. And yeah, you know, it just like, they really, people were so freaked out by the whole yeah. idea of what, it, what is this and what am I, how, and we, you know, and it's the same, like, this is so low key and highly edited and informal and just yeah. talk. You don't have to, and if you mess it up, we do it over. And yeah. I will cut out you saying, um, a hundred times if, if that's <laughs> important to you, you know, but, but it, like it, I just love that it is this really accessible medium that everybody, mm-hmm. if somebody will help them and we get beautiful emails from like my grandson helped me listen to this and I, you know, I never got to go to college and now I feel like I'm learning and then we cry. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so great. Yeah. It's so, so great. But um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, no, hey, that, well, See, welcome to our we're world. We're everywhere and um, we're on Twitter it. and we're on Facebook that's and we're right. on Instagram and uh we have an etsy shop so we do i um do process patterns yes i saw that (laughs) i gotta check it out holiday season is a foot there you go great they're great yeah they're great presents we also have trading cards which is something that i I was just gonna say this is the big thing that people can do to support you right you've got your patreon right so yeah we have a patreon and we have the etsy shop and you if you become a patron then you get at ten dollars i think or above we're gonna we're gonna raise it so get in now yeah you get all of the trading cards for and, you, and you'll get all the trading cards we make in the future because we do one for every episode um oh nice as long as you're a patron yeah. or you know we'll give and we uh we'll give you all the cross stitch patterns so we have cross stitch patterns for all our people but also so other great. ones like <laughs> um you know we sold like i don't even remember how many of our rbg what would rbg what would RG, oh, yeah. rbg do and, yeah um, so it's been really fun and and um yeah it helps support us doing this because we do have real jobs 
and this That's is right. our side job, right. which takes a huge amount of time, way more time yep. than we thought. Yeah. But but we're just so thrilled when we when we started it when we launched we kind of made a pact that you know we thought it really through and we said all right once we really really establish our audience and you know we've got it going if we can get 50 people consistently listening then we'll keep doing it because it'll probably take about 20 hours an episode and that's about one class prep like yep. it is so yep, much yep. more than that we have yep. no idea what we're talking about <laughs> but yep. that was the thought process at the time and you know so if 50 people eventually listen to us we'll keep doing it <laughs> And uh, we're, I think, on track to hit like half a million by the end of this wow. year. Wow, that's it. That's oh, what's up. And we were so like, wait, great. what? What is happening? That what is so great. Oh, so congratulations. That's great. Oh, I mean, oh it just God. goes to show that these are these are the stories that people want. Um, yeah, people and, really, really want this. And yeah. professors are using it. Teachers are using it. We can, you know, when people, if you, if you use it, please tell us. Please email us. We yeah. love hearing these yes, stories and know. how you're using it. Because we're trying to create a curriculum for teachers to e more easily slide it nice. in. Nice. Um, and, but we can track too, like on our downloads, you know, my husband tracks all our downloads for us, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he'll say, hey, you got like 65 downloads in Nashville yesterday on this one episode. So, oh, wow. Okay, that's that's a glass, right? There you go. And so that we is. can yeah. see which ones are used. And the ones on YouTube are more easily to plug into Canvas so we can yeah. see those are being used in college classrooms. And it's yep. so... My favorite part is that the ones that seem to be used in classrooms the most are the women of color, are the really That's awesome. marginalized That's awesome. That was the goal, That's right? That's great. That's what you need. And I think it, it, it it's, gives me some more faith in humanity because it proves that teachers also want this. They want If you have the resources, you'll use it. Yeah. Yep. It's just so overwhelming. I know, like, trying to find stuff to put in my curriculum is so hard. And so if some people go, here, plug this in. Yes, yep. please. That's right. That's yeah. right. So it's Definitely. really fantastic to see, you know, that like our Harriet Jacobs and Sabina Shreelrein yeah. and these ones that, that are just so infuriating that they're not in the curriculum are getting so in the important. curriculum now. So yeah. important, right? And, and, and I think all young people, but in particular young women, yeah. will just be empowered by understanding that there's so many diverse experiences of women, right? And, 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 and what you can do about a situation. And I think, you know, when I think about a lot of my um, young female students, I, I just don't think that they always understand all of the different experiences. And to quote a phrase of the day, the pathways to becoming self-actualized, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I just think it's important to hear these stories and I love the accessibility. And I think podcasts, that's the great thing about it, it levels that reading playing. Like, I don't have to be literate. Like my granddaddy, yeah. if he was still around, I think he'd be learning from podcasts because he always lo loved to learn, but it wasn't always the most literate person, right? Mm. Yeah. But he was riding around in trucks, listening to what, what could he listen to in Columbus, Georgia back in the day? Rush Limbaugh, right? Yeah. So there were some other options, uh, like yeah, we're the anti-Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. I will claim that platform. There you go. <laughs> that is a that is a proud thing to claim. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Um, we just really thank you for being with us today. Y'all have to check out the What's Her Name podcast. Um, Get up on support it. them. Get on it. Um, check it out. You should uh, tweet at us and them to let them know your favorite episode um, yes, and what you're enjoying. So they're on all the social media. Find them. We will also uh, link them in our stuff. So Olivia, there's a way that we take the show out. Um, I ramble a little bit and then I give you all a cue. I might go like this because we're on Zoom um, and I say stay and then we all say stay dope together. So are you, are you here for that? I am. All right. She's here for it. Here I we go. say it as my white lady self. There you go. Hey, just me. White people can't say dope and not sound stupid. Oh no, white people can say dope. White people can say whatever they want. Yeah, you might sound stupid, but that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. That's what I admire about white people. Anything we want, we can do whatever we want. But that's what I admire about white people. And Ke Kevin and I get reminded of how old we are by the young people in our yeah. lives. So like, they're like, you you can't say you can't say bruh. <laughs> you can't, oh come you can't on! Say that. We invented <laughs> That's right. that. That's exactly. Right. This is That's our right. sign. So, 
for um, the incredible Olivia Mickle of the What's Her Name podcast, for her sister Katie, who couldn't join us today, but is an incredible presence on the show as well, for the eminent Kevin Adams, who is here with me on a Saturday, on a day of celebration, on a day that we are poised to have our first woman of color vice president of these United States of America. We invite you to stay joyous, stay happy, stay celebrating, stay focused, but above all, stay focused.